Humans have always been interested in the sky. At night, they go out and looked at the sky and seen the stars and wondered what were they and how did it have to do with their own lives. As people looked at the night sky and wondered and started studying more, they built more tools, but they always used the naked eye. One of the groups that was very good about doing that were the Mayans. The Mayans were very careful observers. They observed over hundreds of years and they built up a very systematic set of, of knowledge. They integrated it into their daily life, tied it into their stories of what life was like, but they also wondered what else they could learn. I think there's a common human curiosity and just desire to understand the world around them. The patterns of the seasons, how the sun moves across the sky, phases of the moon. The Mayans were very into phases of Venus as well. They knew an awful lot of astronomy. It's human curiosity to understand the, the flows in the world around them, the contents of the world around them. And that's what we're doing today as we look out into the universe. We want to understand the galaxies, the stars, how did the stars form, how did the elements come from the, the interior furnaces to form the planets, to form the elements that make up our own body. It's a continuous pattern of trying to understand the world. And that's what cosmology is. Cosmology means the same thing to the Maya that it, it really means to, to the scientists today. When you hear about the Mayans and, and their uh, calendars they constructed and the entire calendar systems that they, that they had built, it, it really feels very familiar. Uh, you feel like you're, you're you know, seeing yourself in, uh, in people who really were trying to understand a, a world around them by careful observation, and then they collect the observations, they understand it mathematically well enough that they can make predictions about uh, what will be coming up in the future and actually make plans based on those predictions. It, it all sounds uh, so much like what we do ourselves when we're, when we're trying to understand the, the universe around us. And uh, this curiosity, this desire to understand in a very analytic way um, and then turn it into something that you can actually use, I think you know, feel, feels like something very human. We can see this connection across the ages. Here we are at the Mayan site where for hundreds of years, thousands of years, people have come, observe the sun, observe the sky, and we're doing the same thing. You have the same feelings that they did. And we have the same wonderings, except now we're wondering about an even greater part of the universe. It's a shared passion for understanding the world and just the human experience of looking at the sky and understanding what it looks like and seeing the same sky the Mayans saw. The architects at Chichen Itza had encoded into their own buildings these ideas, ideas that they knew would go beyond their own lifetime. Building their calendar, for example, into the steps around the Temple of Kukulkan, or building their sighting tubes into the Caracol showing the link to Venus, that's something that would have spoken to Maya outside of the city, to people who came after them, and it's the kind of thing that we're still interested in today. So they were encoding within these buildings knowledge that speaks across culture and across generation. And I think that's something that can be very exciting for us to participate in. The 
sort of structures that we see around us here at, at Chichen Itza show how that curiosity basically turns into science through the observations that you make. The Maya were experts at observing the, the path of the sun across the sky, aligning their architecture so you could understand when is the summer solstice, when is the spring equinox, which of course have very immediate consequences for planting of crops, harvesting and so forth. Today we, we go beyond that, we still use the, the observational techniques, but now we're asking, you could say, much broader questions. So instead of about our everyday lives, we're trying to really figure out how the world around us came to be. Where did the Earth come from? Are there planets around other stars, which we've now learned that in fact there are many hundreds of those? Understanding where did the stars form, the galaxies? Trying to understand the force of gravity. I bet that the Mayan scientists, if they were here today, would have loved to be part of this project of actually going out and measuring the history of the expansion of the universe to predict the future of the fate of the universe. And they would have been, I think, just as, uh, as tickled as, as we were to discover that the universe was doing nothing that we expected. We had thought that we were going to find out if the universe was coming to a halt and someday going to collapse, the end of the universe. But what we actually measured was a universe that's not slowing down. And in fact, it's not going to come to a halt. The universe is not coming to an end. And one's first impression is that that means the universe is going to last forever. It's going to keep on expanding forever. Now there's a little footnote here, um, which is that it's not just not slowing down, it's actually speeding up, and we've got no idea why. So the next job of the scientists, and where everybody's diving into this, is to try to explore this question. If we can figure out why the universe is speeding up, perhaps that will give us another chance to revisit that question. Okay, but then what really is the fate of the universe? Those are new things we wonder about, just like the Mayans wondered about the night sky. We wonder, how can we understand that? How can we study that? What does it mean for our future? What does it mean for the world around us?